Welcome to HomeWise. We are Steve and Kara Murphy. We have been married for just over a quarter century. We're the parents of 11 and grandparents of four. I am a pastor full-time and part-time run a construction business with our older sons. My wife Kara is a very long-term homeschool mom and our desire with this podcast is to help parents, primarily moms, apply wisdom in everything having to do with the home. Today we'd like to talk about the topic of messiness in the home, and we're calling this In Defense of Messiness. (laughs) We had a friend years ago who told us that she has a high tolerance to disorder. And (laughs) it sounded so good, especially at that point, I think I had four children, four and under. And I just laughed and said, yeah, that's me. I have a high tolerance to disorder. Uh, But but seriously. At that point in life. Gosh, how could how could it be anything else? Yes. And this is not actually a podcast on how to be messy, because I think no. that's pretty easy to do. But maybe an encouragement. I love the proverb that says, where there is no oxen, the manger, the manger is clean, uh-huh. but much strength comes, or much something, good work, <laughs> I forget, comes from the strength of, of the ox. Yeah. And... Uh, That is a great, that is a great proverb for families, especially when our children are younger, but even as they get older, that's a great proverb for churches. That's a great proverb all the way around. Yeah, because we all want no mess, no conflict, no challenges, no no dirtiness. Right. Well, we want a Pinterest life, right? Oh, brother. We don't want a life where we're bringing order out of chaos. We want everything to look and be perfect for us. Mm -hmm. And that's always been a temptation. I think it's become even more of a temptation as the, you know, we have at our fingertips, you know, we don't have the good housekeeping coming once a month. We have Pinterest that we can be on 10 hours a day if we want to show you all the ways that your home should be perfect. And it's not just home. It's also your schedule. It's also your homeschool. It's also all of the things about your life. Mm -hmm that we just have in our head, this is what it should look like. And then when it doesn't match up and it's messy, we become discouraged or we think it's not working. Yeah, something's wrong. Right. So one of the things that we um, have in our home is we have a wide range of ages of children. And so um, I would like things to be all orderly in our schedule and in our calendar. And I like to be on top of things. But when you have three adults going, well, four or five, you know, five adults at a home, three of them are, you know, late teens, early twenties, and they're going in different directions. You don't always know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and you certainly don't have control. No. And because you've got other adults who right. control their own lives. Right. And they, and you want them to. I don't, I don't want to be keeping their schedules, but, <laughs> but we got enough trouble with ourselves. Right. It does result in a lot of messiness. And we now have married children and they have wives and children. And so we have that. And then we have my parents. And so there's a whole bunch of people when we're all together. How many of us? There's like 20 of us, eight, 19 of us. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of people and you can't have a lot of people in your life without a lot of messiness. Mm-hmm. And when the kids were young, of course, you know, you couldn't do a single creative thing. 
without a lot of mess. Mm-hmm. And I many times said, no, we can't do this creative thing because I don't have the energy to clean up the mess. Yeah, but man, when we when you did the messy thing, that was the best day of the kids' lives. It was, it was. That was the highlight. It was. And yet it was the thing I dreaded. <laughs> and it was because of the messiness. You, you know, you had school teacher in you, so there was something in you that loved it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there was a part of me that wanted to give that to them, even though it was hard to, yeah. to get it all cleaned up, you know. But that messiness is something that I think we do well to embrace it. Now, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we don't clean things up. Mm-hmm. But it does mean that when clean things get messed up, we don't get angry. An, a great example of this is uh, chores with kids. I am certain that when it's just you and me, I will never have to uh, call you back to refold things <laughs> or make you come back and, you know, or go back and re-clean the toilet or whatever. The, when I do it, I'll do it right. I'll do it once. It is actually sometimes more frustrating to have kids do chores than to do them yourselves. Absolutely. And, you know, I I have, we have had this conversation about, I will walk into the kitchen and I feel like, okay, where are things today? (laughs) Because I've gone in and I've organized it all and I put things and I swear I'm going to start taking pictures and posting them and saying, this cabinet should have these things in it. Yeah. So you open, you see the bottom of the drawer and it has the cutout of a spatula. Right. This is where this goes, you know, because I feel like I walk in there to cook something and it's like, uh, where is the blender? Cause it's supposed to be there, but it's there. No, that Mm -hmm. part's there and that part's there and that part's there because we have a six and eight and a 10 year old emptying the dishwasher. And you know, we call them back in and sometimes not so patiently, but you know, we're trying to teach them, put things where they belong. You know, this is, you got to remember where it belongs. You got to see it. You got to do it. You got to do it right. You can't be in a hurry. Yeah. Because we appreciate orderliness. Yes. And cleanliness. Right. And being good stewards of our things. Right. It's not, we're not extolling the virtue of messes. Right. But if your kids are going to do chores, there's messiness involved. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Now, at the end of it, you have kids who care. Adults. Kids who are able to professionally do... Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, what I didn't realize when I was raising these older children was that just about the time they get really good at it, they leave home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they go to work for somebody else and they use all these wonderful skills that I have taught them, not in my home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we don't do this to make ourselves comfortable. No. <laughs> we don't do this at all. One of the questions we often get is about our large family. There is something about our culture that it's like we expect you have children to please yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a there's this level of I couldn't have more than two kids because then life would be too hard. For me. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, now other people have other reasons. Well, how can you have that many children and still be happy or still have time to do what you want to do? Right. And a lot of times what that comes down to is just the messiness. It's that, yeah, I, I don't, I can't have a life where everything is this, 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 this way. Mm-hmm. I have to be flexible. Mm-hmm. We have to change what we're doing. We have to know that... Value people over things. Yes, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. And when you value people over things, you have messiness. Mm-hmm. Um, it, But yet, at the same time, 
God didn't call us to have this life of comfort and leisure. He called us to messiness. Absolutely. And again, what we're trying to do is create order out of chaos. But if we don't let a little chaos in, we're, we're not creating order. Yeah. And, you know, uh, nobody starts off uh, as graduates. They start off as first graders and, or in the beginning, yep. you know, and they have to learn and grow from somewhere. Yeah. We don't expect our, our uh, six-year-olds to be able to do advanced math. Right. So we can't expect. It's the same thing. We just got to let them learn and grow through the process, and that's going to be very messy. Yeah. And it's going to take a lot more work from us. <laughs> I was going to say, and it might mean that some of your tools go missing. Might? <laughs> it definitely does. It definitely does. Don't so, get attached to your tools. <laughs> so every once in a while, we, we you do get to go to a room and go on a rant about how yeah. your stuff's ruined. <laughs> yeah. But... As hard as it is to have your tools gotten into. Now I'm depressed. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a sore point, can you tell? As hard as it is to have your tools gotten into, at the same time, you have boys who are proficient in construction now. Yeah, there's one and they weren't. building his house today. But but when he was losing your hammer. Messing with his own tools. When he was, you know, <laughs> spilling the screws. When he was, you know, uh, annihilating your drill, using it in an inappropriate way. Yeah, leaving it out in the rain. Right. You were not well, like. I'm not bitter. <laughs> you were not like, yay, someday he'll be able to build his own home. Yeah. You know. Or help me. Right. Build right. Mine. Right. Yeah. And, well. How about the two boys that remodeled our house while we were in Cincinnati having the baby so yeah. we have a place okay. for the baby? Talk about value. Okay. But those are the same ones when they were 10 and 11 and 12 you were yelling at. No, we still, we still make messes and still leave tools around. But uh, it is helpful to come back to this room every night and sleep and see it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is what messes gives you. It gives you. Yep. Yeah, it gives you a lot. Well, it's don't be afraid of the messes. Um, don't be afraid of of pushing through the mess. Don't be afraid of starting something that's going to create a mess. Yeah, don't not do something because there's going to be a mess. Right. Yeah, you got to make a mess first. Right. Having said that, I have just a little caveat for if you have like three kids, three and under, you don't have to give them markers or Play-Doh. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, do, do keep it to like where you can handle it. <laughs> or... Let him take it outside and do it on the picnic table. Sure. Okay. I used to do, they call it a, uh, they could say, can we have a picnic when it was in Charleston and it was so blazing hot outside and I would lay a blanket down in the family room and we would eat our lunch on the blanket and it was like a picnic. Yeah. I don't know. They just thought it was the coolest thing. They bought it. And then at the end of it, I would just pick up the, the blanket and take it outside and shake it out. And so I didn't have to sweep and I didn't have to do all that. So, you know, um, it's okay to, to look for ways to reduce the mess when you have little children. But once you get past that stage, once you, once you have kids that are old enough to pick up after themselves and that sort of thing, don't be afraid to make the messes. Um, in fact, no, try to look around at the messes and say, the messes are part of what becomes a good thing. This is, this is a good thing. And that's, we were talking about in the church. We have the same thing going on when you value people over things. Uh, you know, the, the, the church that has the, has the, uh, welcome to our church, but don't touch our stuff. You know, don't pork on our parking lot and don't use our, our, you know, that's a church that's afraid of mess. Yeah. They right? don't want the skateboarders in their parking lot. Right. Right. Because wouldn't that be awful if we actually had people from the community coming in and using Hanging our, around the church. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And you were talking about a, somebody, you heard somebody say something about, uh, isn't it, isn't it great to be in a community of. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, talking to a young man who's looking at churches and he's got two or three options and he's thinking, uh, I want to go to a church where I know I can sin against those people. Yes. And I just laughed. Yeah. Not because I thought that was funny, but I thought it was so well said. Yes. So appropriate. Right. To know, okay, these people know that there are messes in life. Yes. And they have their messes and I have my messes and my messes might get on their space. Yes. And I need to know that that's going to be okay. Right. And then we're going to, we're going to acknowledge that we're all sinners and we're going to repent and we're going to go forward together. Yeah. Yes. I think that is something that my family was a wonderful example of. Yeah. That, that, yeah, we all sin. Yeah. And we need to repent of it. But at the same time, we need to get over it together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We need to move forward together. Mm -hmm. And that's the same. It's just the same. What we're doing in the home is just practice for what's happening in the larger body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And I know people who will not get into relationships because they become too messy. And that is a miserable way to live. They're and it's, guard themselves against the mess. And it's an ineffective way to live. It's not what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is look at Jesus' ministry. And mm-hmm. it is it is Jesus <clears throat> in mess after mess after yeah, mess. Yeah, and Paul's ministry and Peter's ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, life in community is a mess. Life in family is a mess. Right. Uh, but the messes, it's, the messes are part of the glory. They lead to it. Yeah. Uh, you can't get to... Uh, peace and unity without them. Yes. You can't live life. Yeah. I mean, I look around our house and I see the mess and I see a house that's lived in. Yeah. There are times that I come and say, I cannot live like this anymore. I cannot live like this anymore. We have to stop and we have to clean up this mess because I cannot function. It's good to clean up. You got to clean up. (laughs) Yes. But it's good to have something to clean up. Mm -hmm. I know my parents who used to live far away and didn't have a lot of traffic through their house had a lot less cleaning to do than they do now that oh, they yeah. live next door to us and wow. they have a lot of traffic through their house. Wow. Yeah. And yet at the same time, even though they have to clean more, they have so many more blessings, mm-hmm. so much more interaction and so much more influence. Yeah. Your life is a lot richer. Right. And, and that's part of that. And, and sometimes and they have been very gracious with their stuff mm-hmm. and not put their stuff ahead of our kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, um, even if they do need, um, I think our kids should pool their money and buy them a new sofa, um, from all of those teenage boys plopping down, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, if you come back down to it, the truth is they're, they're breaking down the granny grandpa's furniture and they probably should get them some new yeah, stuff. Yeah. But granny grandpa wouldn't care about it for a second. Nope. Nope. And, um, and because of that, they have such great and powerful influence in our kids' lives. Yeah. And they are ministering effectively when a lot of the people their age are sort of going on vacation and mm. not getting involved anymore. Disconnected. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So messiness, even though it's hard to go through the mess, um, messiness brings about amazing results when you continue to work toward that piece of that peace and, and working through and bringing that order out of that chaos. Hi, this is Eric from Highlands. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast from Kara and Steve Murphy as much as I have. 
The Murphys have long written for our magazine, Every Thought Captive, and I'm thrilled that we're getting to hear even more from them as they seek to apply scripture to their everyday lives. The Murphys are just a part of the community of believers that make up the teaching at Highlands. We are adding new voices all the time as we seek to learn from each other about what God would have us to be and how he would have us to live. You can find this podcast and all our other resources on our website at highlandsministriesonline.org. I value your feedback. You are who we are here for. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, please don't hesitate to email me at info at highlandsministriesonline.org. 